And welcome to Hayden Films Verge, Episode 4. I'm your host, Hayden Crudoff. And I am your co-host, Alec Barber. Awesome. This is going to be a great show. Mark and I go way back. So Mark Glacken is going to be joining us. He's the president and founder of TheAlliance.com. And he should be here shortly. Matter of fact, here's Mark right now. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, Mark? Great. Happy to be here. Welcome. Welcome. So, Mark, this has been a long time in the making. We've been talking about having you as a guest, and we talked about this since about 2011, I think, for the Alliance, some of the things that you talked about. Um, So tell us a little bit about your summer, because I heard you had a really awesome summer, and our listeners definitely want to hear about what were you doing in July? Like, what, what was going on? Well... Every year in July, well, not every year, every other year, we'd like to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, my gosh, San Diego Comic-Con. So tell me about that experience. It is wild. It is uh, sensory overload because they got everything out there from movies to collectibles to celebrities, panels, you name it, it's out there. And you're an avid toy collector yourself. I heard that the Lego minifigure lines there are absolutely insane. Can you attest to that? Yes, I can. I've been in many, many Lego minifigure lines. What was your longest minifigure line? Probably this year. Uh, there's one hotel okay. that you can get a, a good distance away from the convention itself. You say, well, we got to be at least a mile away. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. it, those lines wrap around the, the marina down there. So what you're crazy. saying is that once you get behind the marina area, yeah. you already know about where you should or should not be. And if right. it's a little bit too far, you know you're in big trouble. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. And, yes. and it, is the minifigure guaranteed? Is that why people wait there so long? No, oh, it's, it's actually they've, going, they've gone to a direction of lotterizing a lot of the exclusives and the minifigure is the only one that isn't lotterized Mm. so it's the only freebie that people can get without participating in a lottery okay so so just in case our audience doesn't understand what the lotterization is of these collectibles or exclusives tell us what it was like before they lotterized and what it is now well before it was first come first serve so you woke up in the morning or you slept out overnight to get a ticket for an event, mm-hmm. such as Hall H, which is the big panel where celebrities come and they promote big their movies. Big major premiere. Yeah. Okay. So that everybody went in that line, you know, because they could get a chance to get into Hall H. Now they lotterize things for such as exclusives for, you know, Hasbro or Mattel. So you already know ahead of time whether you got a ticket for this event. So people aren't waiting in those lines anymore. So what do they do? They go to the Lego minifigure line because it's not a lottery system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they know the system going every year. There's something changes every year. So it sounds like the first come first serve system that was, I guess, at least a better chance, better odds mentally. If you're traveling to San Diego and you've wanted to come to the um, Comic-Con, you liked that process because you could say, you know what, I could get up early. I get up at three o'clock. I might not sleep and I might have a chance. Now you have to go to a website and a portal and you may or may not even be selected at all. Yeah, the odds are incredible. Now, did you reap the rewards of waiting in that long line? What what did you get? Um, The first couple of times, and there's three giveaways. There was three giveaways this year. I think there was four previous years. Uh, The first two times I got lucky. Mm 
Uh, I think it would, people were trying to figure out the odds of like one every five people or something like that. The third one, I think Lego wised up and they changed the odds. Like an algorithm or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so, because okay. they realized that these lines were super long. Yeah. So they would extend it. Maybe it was like one in twelve mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Then the third one. So that was super lucky. Sure. And no, uh, I I have also been informed that not only you're an avid toy collector, but you're also into the arts themselves. Or what kind of art do you do? Do you paint by uh, chance? Yeah, or, I, yeah. I I mean I went to Kutztown University. A nice little oh, plug wow. uh, for art. Yes, and uh, I've always had a passion in painting, sculpting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still oil paint. I, I do landscapes. Okay. And um, I customize toys as well. And so it, it kind of overlaps the artistic, you know. Now, do you get to um, display any of your art anywhere, like some of your oil paintings or anything like that? I haven't yet, but I, I, want, I want to in the future. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, great. So, like, maybe having some sort of, like, um, tour or uh, art gallery or an event or something like something, that? Something, uh, I mean, yeah. like, libraries could host something. Uh, there's, like, halls that do it as well that you could um, make a collection, put a collection together. That's sure, what I'm sure. trying to do. I have about five paintings. Okay. And you said you do what? Landscapes mostly? Yeah, farm scenes, like local farm scenes and Mm -hmm. like churches. Now, what's the process on that? Do you go out and do like a series of photography photos first? And then. Definitely. I I, I scout the area around and I I look for a particular um, composition that that looks good on a canvas. It can't just be a barn or something. Exactly. Now, is there a a specific time of year that you particularly like? Fall, winter, summer? Yeah, I like fall better because uh, just the colors on the canvas are a lot uh, more uh, rich and like different, you know, fall colors. Definitely. I've done some winter scenes, but, Uh you know, mostly fall. your opinion on art and everything like that you say you want you desire to get into different art museums and perhaps a few libraries what do you think do you visit museums yourself or is there any particular artists that you search for you enjoy um not particularly i mean i've i mean i i like the renaissance type art uh, but i'm i've always been passionate about architecture okay so that's why i i chose farm scenes or you know there's always a, a building of some sort in my compositions because i like how it plays against the landscape of you know the I sure. like contrasting so yeah. entities exactly is there any specific um, for the architecture that you do like is there any like a, a era of architecture that you know you most like um uh, not really. I, I, I tend to, to like most of it, just the, the uh, Victorian-type homes and okay. things like that. Beautiful. And I mean, down in your area, I mean, aren't you in the Philadelphia area? Aren't you? And I mean, that's a rich culture of architecture, I think, with some of the buildings and definitely Philadelphia area for yeah. sure. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So you get to go to Philadelphia and everything all the time. So with your paintings, you also just do straight photography in your own time. Is there any specific like stuff we can check out your art at? Um, no, but I I hope to uh, show some of it on the up and coming website. Sure, sure. For, I mean that's a perfect transition because yeah, I know yeah. we're ready to hear about thealliance.com. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us about thealliance.com because I think there's a little bit of a story in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even the spelling of the website, things like that. So take us back to where the inspiration for the website first came and what led you to you know uh, you know coming up with the website idea and what it's all about. I have to say that it has to deal with 
major toy collecting. Okay. The hobby of toy collecting. So it's the basis of toy collecting. Your yes. toy collecting or toy collecting in general? Well, my toy collection, Okay. it, it, it started out as a hobby and turned into an obsession, really. Oh, wow. So my feeling was I needed to document it correctly mm-hmm. for, you know, just inventory, maybe, of course, insurance purposes sure. to, to document everything, photograph everything. And, you know, where was I going to do with it? I needed to put it on some kind of platform. Mm-hmm. You say so, inventory. How many how many toys do you exactly have? Or is it just an it's, unbelievable it's, number? <laughs> it's never increasing number. It's, it's, it's never stopped. It's, it's never it's, decreased. Oh, it's, gosh. It might have decreased once, but it's it's still growing to this day. Okay. So, it's, so do we have, like, a number, a guesstimate? Is there any I way would, to... Uh, 100,000 100,000 something around there. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um it's obviously taking you a long time to collect right. this um um put this collection together. Is the website going to be something where people from the global community that appreciate toys that want to talk about these particular items can come to your website and participate? How, what do you envision? I hope so because uh you know, as a website, you want it to grow and and get popular and I want them to be able to come to the website, look at my collection as a resource material. Uh, also, there's going to be many facets to this website. Okay. There's going to be multimedia. There's going to be interviews. There's going to be coverage of Comic-Con, uh, other Comic-Cons such as New York, mm-hmm. uh, Lego shows. Sure. I, I love Lego. I do um, my own creations, they call them. Now, M- you've done some MOCs. Lego like competitions where you've built and entered them into like um, yes. like sort of judging on panels. Is that how it works? Well, they did have a contest for a castle build, okay. which falls into architecture. Wow, okay. So I, w- I love using architecture in my Lego builds. <laughs> okay. I so I entered a, a contest. It was a show in Virginia, All right. uh, Brick Fair, Virginia, and I got runner-up. Well, awesome. Congratulations. For, my first show, for your you know? first show. Yeah. Now, how long did it take for that? Because I, I saw pictures and I think there was uh, there was like elements. Didn't it come down and it was broken down into like quadrants or something? Yes, how did you it, move that? It was, a, it was a six foot long Lego build. Wow. And it had to be broken down into Jesus. sections to fit in my car. And it okay. barely did okay. fit in my car. Now, did you use some sort of like boxing mechanism so it would stay safe? Mm. Well, it, yeah, I, I boxed it up. I bubble wrapped it. But it was built modularly so you okay. could take towers off and I see. You know, um, separate it. Let's get back onto the Alliance for a moment. Uh, you say like capturing events like Comic-Con and stuff. Did you capture any footage of the recent Comic-Con that you went to in San Diego? Yes, I, I took... Uh, many photos. I went to some panels. I had some coverage of toy, um, dis- you know, displays for Hasbro and, and Mattel. And I hope to, you know, m- many people use uh, websites as resource material, mm-hmm. you know, because they can't get to these conventions. So yeah. they they go to websites and, and they check out the new toy releases mm-hmm. for the upcoming year, yeah. and which is what they do out there. All those toy companies meet at San Diego and Chicago and New York to let the fans know what's coming out. So I hope to report that back. Sure. And, and you had a you had a special um, interview. You were on the floor of the convention center. Who did you interview and how did that how did that interview come about? Um, it's funny. I, I have a friend in Germany. His name is Volker and and he um, has press credentials 
over in Germany, whenever Hasbro and they have a toy convention come over there. So as favors for him, I would do interviews for his uh, website, uh, StarWarsFigure.com. I see. And he would allow me to get press credentials, and I would interview Hasbro on his behalf. So I was able to do that, you know, a couple years I believe I was able to interview Hasbro and, you know, ask some questions on his behalf. Or. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and what else did you get a chance to do? I know you were you had some other um, opportunities. I think you were at the CW event. What, what oh, was that yeah. all about? It's it's pretty cool. You, you know, there's this other half of San Diego Comic-Con is the nightlife. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you get yeah. to go to parties and, and events. events and um you know, you, you get to, you know, exchange business cards and meet people. Sure, and, great and, place to network, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. So you get the network and, um, you know, you, it's just get your name out there mm-hmm. and meet new people and you never know what's going to happen. You of open course. up new doors. Yeah, especially for your website, thealliance.com, which I heard instead of with an A, it's spelled with an E. Now, why is that? Yeah, well, that's a long story. Well, it's not a long story. It's a long, long time ago in a far, far place or whatever that is. <laughs> Galaxy but away. Galaxy. Uh, back in the early days when I was collecting toys, there would be these, we call them scalpers. Okay. They would go to stores early in the morning and wipe out the All entire the- stock of whatever new figures were coming out, hot Hot Wheels or new, you know, hard mm-hmm. to find figures, and they would go to flea markets and sell them for double the price, triple the price, whatever. So a buddy of mine, I met at, at Toys R Us for the first time. I go, oh, you look familiar. I've seen you around. He goes, Nah, I don't know. Have I seen you in a weight room or something? Because this guy was jacked. Uh-huh. And I go, I know I've seen you somewhere. <laughs> he goes, Did you play football for Temple? He goes, No, no. So the next day, uh, I saw him at the gym. I was like, I knew I knew you somewhere. And that friendship started that day, and we were collecting buddies. And we said to ourselves, you know, we got to take these stores back somehow, away from the dealers. We'll uh-huh. help each other out. We made an alliance. Oh. All right. So that's how the alliance began. And the E, I applied for an alliance.com immediately when dot-coms were new. Okay. To avoid any kind of... Um, technicalities of the alliance right. or the republic or the dark side i chose an e instead of an a that's smart okay that's yeah, very smart thing. definitely so i definitely. didn't want to tread on any you didn't uh, want to tread on tra- any potential trademarks, trademarks or yes. copyright issues or anything like that that's excellent so how can um some of our listeners and our viewers and and um people around the world how can they find you on social media um so they can start following you and learn about all of the things that the alliance.com does uh well it's the alliance dot com is is the website uh there will be a twitter of course mm-hmm. and facebook uh i think it's the alliance underscore 360. okay and we'll yeah. we'll tag everything in this yeah. as yeah. well be sure to. definitely so um what's next i mean what what do you see your future um you know and you know we always ask someone you know where do they see um you know their next project are you working mm-hmm. on anything else you know um past the alliance anything else that is interesting for you right now well mm, Right now, I'm just working on that, trying to get it off the ground. It's it's at the early stages uh, of the website development, and I'm, I mean, it's nonstop working. Editing my photos okay. is like a nonstop job for sure, me. Sure, sure. Uh, I want to do customizing how-to videos. Okay. For my customs, I've I've I uh, I'm looking forward to selling customs, selling off some of my 
larger stock of toys. Okay. So you can come to the website. You can buy things, maybe commission something like a custom figure to be made. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. So again, just for for our audience, because I know you know not everyone understands the customization process, mm -hmm. and I know obviously because I know you. But you know, can you walk a, a, a custom toy and how it how it becomes a toy and the whole process? So most customs, and there's a lot of people out there that do it. It's a hobby. Uh, they take an existing action figure or a toy, and they take it apart, uh, repaint it put it back together, or they could add some sculpting effects to it. Uh, there'll be some how-to videos on my website mm -hmm. on, on the subject. And then it's an entire new character. And it's an entirely new character that hasn't been produced yet. Or it could be another Superman. Mm -hmm. Like, he just wants to make a different Superman. Yeah, sure. So he'll take an existing figure, like Batman, take him apart, repaint him as Superman, mm -hmm. put him back together, and it's a custom figure. Oh, there we go. Um, so where you know I want to transition because yeah. you and I have these conversations and I know Alec you've been part of some of these conversations mm -hmm. um, you know we have the different Marvel Universe we have the DC Universe and we have you know you know all these movies that have been made and and, and quite frankly they've been they've been killing the box office especially with Disney's acquisition of, of, of Marvel but from a fan base from 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 I know you're a fan mm -hmm. what do you feel the 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 stories how do you feel that they're going today versus you know when you fell in love with the stories maybe years ago what is your take on everything well i'm a marvel fan okay i have been since age 10 yeah. uh since the first day i bought a comic book my brother he was dc so he's the dc expert okay so we collected comic books throughout our lives and you know we read them and fell in love with the stories and it was the Bible to us, mm -hmm. you know, and, and when you see these movies come to life, the, the characters that you read and, and grew up on and everything. Grew up on and you, everyone has their own, in, you know, vision of what the movie should be. Mm -hmm. And it's impossible to appease every single fan out there. Definitely. And, you know, I, I fought it at first, you know, with the different nuances of the movie making. You know, I was a stickler for, oh, that guy has to be in this costume. Why isn't he wearing his costume? It uh -huh. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, that's who that character was. I didn't know he wasn't in his costume. But uh, I kind of, after a while, it's like, okay, well, I, I gave up. This is just an alternate reality to me, you know. And the, the movies are entertaining. Uh -huh. You know, I give them that. And, you know, if they don't want to stick to the, the canon of the, the comic books, you know, I don't mind anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering if you still like collect uh, modern comic books such as like um, modern Mar Marvel Spider-Man books and stuff, and um, how how you're enjoying them. I don't. You don't. I don't collect new comic books. Okay, so uh, the, so you you hung up the the cape on that, so to speak. The Heroes Reborn storyline. Okay, it goes oh back a while when they killed off all the characters and started fresh. They did me a huge favor to my wallet. Okay, so that just ended your collection, so yes. you didn't have to have parallel collections <laughs> with your your figures and the comics because you would right. have been in it if they kept going. Exactly. So what they they did make me do is I still collect comics, yeah. but it's the '60s and '70s. I see. So I I have a lot of holes still to fill. Mm -hmm. The Captain America line is still not full. Fantastic Four won't happen because the first 
10 issues are out of my price range. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have complete runs of the Avengers. Well, you still have a way to get those top four because you get rid of some of your bulk on some of the. <laughs> I other don't stuff. think it's still going to happen. <laughs> no, those are real. Yeah, they're too expensive. Now, Mark, yeah. While you, while you're obviously an appreciator of the classics and everything like that, I'm wondering what your opinion is on perhaps newer generations of people looking at these superhero films, looking at these superhero comics. Do you think? that um, the whole scope of superhero and pop culture has gone like 10 times bigger? Uh, and how do you react to that? Well, I mean, f- for anyone who grows up with a particular f- film franchise, like it was for me, it was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of these youngsters now, or this is the first time they're going to see these movies, I mean, they're going to fall in love with the characters just the same as I did, yeah. you know, when I grew up. So, I mean, they're, they're reading new comic books, uh, they're going to the movies to see these. It's it's a great time to be a Marvel fan or a comic book fan because, I mean, there's been so many movies out there. It's almost overkill now. Mm-hmm. I mean, but through this whole process, um, movie studios fought tooth and nail to keep away from this genre of, of superhero movies. Yeah. It's like for, for some reason, they thought it was corny, like the Adam West, Batman. Yeah. They, that's what they were thinking the whole time. It's going to be this '60s Batman, Adam West type movie. They didn't want to sure, sure. put their you know feet into it. So, um, real quick, I'd like to ask you: What comic book hero, Marvel or DC, anyone that you could choose that you would like to be um, redone, done over, or or put their breasts permanently? Is there anything out there that you would like to see? Um, redone or, or you know expanded well, upon they they kind of missed the mark I'm a Jim Starlin fan and he created a lot of the cosmic superheroes Captain Marvel Thanos from the you know the the, the Avengers movie um, Drax the Destroyer that's the one that bugs me the most Drax mm-hmm. the Destroyer uh, was a classic comic book character big green like the Hulk um, sure I think they missed the mark on him. They changed him over the years. Yeah. And uh, I forget who plays him, uh, the wrestler. Um, his name escapes my mind right now. He's escaping my mind real quick, yeah. I um, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, so listen, you know, we really appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, um, you know, we're really anxious to really keep following the alliance.com and you know our listeners you know we're gonna have them you know follow you and one of the things that we like to do with our guests here um, at um, Hayden Films Verge is um, instead of having our callers or our listeners call in and ask you a question we always um, tell our guests to ask the question of our listeners so is there any specific question you'd like to ask our worldwide listeners so that they can you know provide feedback on our channels including this podcast and then perhaps you can come by back as a guest and respond to their answers to your question. Is there any particular question you'd like to ask? Well, sure. Uh, a big one is, since I'm putting this website together and there are hundreds of them just like it, how could I make it different than the other websites and what do you what would you like to want to see coming to this website oh that's a wonderful question that's actually yeah. really nice. that's a great question yeah any any feedback or uh, you know advice sure sure is, is always welcome welcome so we would definitely call on all of the hayden films verge um, nation members to um, answer mark lackin's question about what 
you would like to see on your website as featuresalliance.com. And again, we want to thank you for coming to our show. And um, listen, if there's anyone out there that is interested in being the next guest on Hayden Films Verge, please send us an email at info at HaydenFilmsInstitute.org or tag us on Instagram at Hayden Films. Mark Lackland of TheAlliance.com. It was a pleasure having you on. Well, Thanks thank a lot, you. Mark, for stopping Happy by. Beer. Appreciate it. <laughs>